So can I take a thousand times 1500 a month to back into your revenue? You're doing about 1.5 million a month. Mm, no, it's more. It's more. And have you still bootstrapped? No, no, no. Oh, no. Taya, you, you, you <laughs> sadly rank. not. Sadly not. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Teya Topher. He's building a company called facelift-bbt.com. He's making impact on social or enabling you to have an impact on social in an easier way. He's a married father of four, world champion in rowing and an entrepreneur. Teya, you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Okay. So first off, the company website is facelift-bbt.com. What are you guys doing? What are you building? So actually, we have a um, social media management platform system. Um, it's comparable to Hootsuite and uh, Sprout Social. So we're in exactly the same space. And we're helping uh, companies and larger enterprises to create impact on social very easy. And how much are they paying you per month on average to use your technology? Uh, th- that depends. Our starting, we're starting at uh, 1,500. It includes six users and it goes up to whatever, 50,000 a month. Okay. Do you have customers currently paying 50,000 a month? Yes, we have. Oh, incredible. So what's the backstory here? When did you launch? What year? Yes, we launched uh, exactly 10 years ago. We Last week, we had our 10th anniversary. Very cool. And uh, we started bootstrapped. Uh, we had actually no funding, nothing at all, nothing from our family. And we really started with just a bunch of uh, Photoshop files, which we showed our client and told them this is our product. We love that. So 2011, now you use Photoshop files, but how did you find that first customer? Where did you find them? Yeah, actually, uh, we were uh, we were uh, kind of doing um, Facebook um, uh, schoolings yeah, for enterprises. At that time in Germany, nobody didn't even know what Facebook was in 2011. And Facebook in Germany had about 5 million users, so not, not the same as today. And uh, we talked about engagement on Facebook a lot, and we found out that our clients actually don't have a clue, but they were they ordered at uh, agencies for like 50,000 bucks um, Facebook apps at that time. And uh, we thought, okay, there might be an easier way to save a lot of money. So we invented one of the first leading uh, Facebook apps um, toolbox. 
So that's when we started 10 years this ago. This would have been wildfire, buddy media, vitriol. Exactly, exactly. Longer. This was our space. Very well. Thank you. Yeah, very, got it. Okay, very good. So now, did you start off with software in the space or you were selling custom plans, agency model? No, 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 nothing. No agency at all. We really started, we jump started with a product and only we were only scaling a product. I and, see. Yeah. And how many, today, how many customers are you serving today? Today, we have about 1,000 uh, clients. Yeah, okay. And where were, you exact, where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, sorry, I didn't get that. How many customers were you at a year ago? Uh, a year ago, we had about 800. 800. Wow. So can I take 1,000 times 1,500 a month to back into your revenue? You're doing about 1.5 million a month? Mm, no, it's more. It's more. Okay. It's more. Well, can you so share what actually, you're Our today? AR is about 20, 25 million. Okay. And where were you a year ago? Yeah. A year ago, it was about 20. And have you still bootstrapped? No, no, no. Oh, no. You, you, <laughs> sadly you not. Sadly not. Sadly not. How much have you raised? No, we have raised after after three years, three and a half years, we have raised 15 million. One five? One five. Yeah. And then we then we grew up to about 10 million AR. What yeah, year was that? 10 million? 10 million was 2017. Okay. Yeah, 2016, 2017. Yeah, and then we um, we got a strategic investor on board. It's a, one of the largest German media groups called Dumont. Um, they were really active in, in three business uh, sections. One was media, the other business information. Then they started with acquiring our our company. They started the second, uh, the third pillar, uh, marketing technology. So we were the anchor investment. And then we grew it up to this year, $25 million. Now, you did the twenty, the $15 million raise, I believe, in 2014, correct? Yeah, right, right. 2014, yeah. And what was the valuation you raised at back then? Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah, I remember, but I, I think I, I cannot tell. It's a little bit, it was... That was like eight years ago. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, that's a nice investor. I guess it was around, let's say, 40 40. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And, and how have you, you know, most times once you take a little bit of venture capital, you have to take more every like 15 to 20 months, but you haven't. Why? No, no, we were actually managing the cash flow quite well. And uh, yeah, in Germany, maybe it's a different game. I mean, looking at our US competitors, they raised more and more and more and grew faster than we did. Sure. But actually, we have a very good positioning in Europe, and uh, we were ranked in Forrester quite well. So that was our decision not to raise more. And also from an from entrepreneur's perspective, we had a lot of shares when we sold our company. I mean, both of us, we had about... Uh, Wait, what do you mean when you sold your company? What do you mean when you sold the company? You know, we, 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 our strategic investor is, so to say, the, the owner now. And we moved up to the holding structure. So my co Oh, so that $15 million deal, they bought a major, more than 50% of the company. No, 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 no. That, that was the super angel investment we had in back in 2014. And then in 2017, we sold, we started selling the company to a strategic investor where we now have a share on the holding structure. So we, we swapped basically. How much did the strategic investor invest or put in? Uh, that, that, that I can't tell. Okay. But the valuation was much higher. So for us as, a, as an entrepreneur, we, we, did, a, we did a very good deal, mm -hmm. I have to say. Um, 
if, if my research team digs, wouldn't they be able to find that data? Don't you have to disclose that in Europe? Like government filing? Yeah. What about that? Don't, when you do deals like this in Europe, uh, if my re what I'm asking is if my research team digged, couldn't they probably find how much that no, investor has put no, in? No. Don't you have to, you don't have to disclose that in Europe? We, we don't have to disclose it. Why it's, is that? Uh, yeah, we don't have to disclose it. Uh, it's not a public listed company, so we're not, we don't have to disclose it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, hey, congratulations. So what's the advice there for other entrepreneurs that have built a great company, right? How can they also do what you did and sell a chunk of the business, but still staying? I mean, do you still have control of the business? Can you do what you want? I mean, nobody can, nobody can really do what you, what you want. Yeah? But still, I have to say we have a large chunk of control. We are now in the, in the group management. We, we are the group management. We are now owning, so to say, or we are part owners of, so to say, um, three other companies. And um, yeah, I mean, what, what, what was our, what, what is then advice for an entrepreneur? I mean, I think, I think from from a European or German perspective, we, we did quite well, as I already said. And um, I mean, I, if if I look back, I think we sold too early, yeah. Or we, we could have raised more to a, to a fairly good valuation at that time, and um, back then in 2017. And I think we have grown much. We could have grown faster with more um, VC money in, mm -hmm. inside. So, but at the end, we are very happy because actually we have, we have on a personal note, we, we have put enough behind the firewall, but, and, and now we still have control and, and can do entrepreneurial work on a, on a larger basis, which is very nice. Yeah? Is the I company, is the company profitable today? Uh, yes, it is. It is. That, that's yeah. great. How profitable? Um, I mean, we have, we have around, let's say 30, 30, um, uh, 30% margin. So you can calculate it. Yeah, that's great. So about, that would be about 6 million to the bottom line every year on uh, 20 a million. Bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, bit that's more. great. So what do you do with that capital? Do you pay it out as dividends to employees and you? Or? Uh, uh, kind of. Some goes to the investor, but now we're back in back on investment mode. So last year was a little bit like testing how profitable it can be. Mm -hmm. So now we're back in investing mode and uh, checking out what, what, uh, possibilities we have in order to buy other companies and and we are growing quite good we are now adopting we are venturing or, or we are evaluating in terms of product-led growth a lot yeah i think this is a very good concept for for the startups um and uh yeah we, we do a lot of stuff in there how many folks are on the team uh at facelift we're around 180 plus we have an, an an automated, let's say, automated agency, which are already uh, another seventy. So in total, we are two two hundred fifty. How many plus. how many engineers? Engineers about sixty. And any quota carrying sales reps? Sorry, quota. Quota carrying sales reps. Uh, yes, 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 sure. How many? Uh, we have about thirty-five to forty. And and one of the things entrepreneurs struggle with when they're building a sales team is how to set up the quota structure, right? So how do you incentivize your salespeople? Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, this changes um, when we when we went for profitability, uh, for sure, it was different than it is now when we're back on AR track. 
um, uh, they get a quota. The 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 the, um, the the what we call the conversion team. They get a quota on the new biz sales, and then we have a success team which gets a quota on the renewal and net and zero is their our target. And um, yeah, it's about ten percent of the of the of the new biz sale. To be very concrete, mm-hmm. and uh, for for the cu- customer success team, it's a little bit more complicated as you have more factors uh, in giving them um, the, the the share. Yeah. For your top performing account executives, what's their quota target this year? Pooh, oh, hard to say. I don't know. Okay, and talk to me. You talk, mentioned churn just now. What's your gross revenue churn over the past twelve months? The growth revenue churn, um, the churn was about uh, 20%. Yeah. Okay. And does your expansion make up that whole or no? Yeah. Yeah. We were net churn, net churn, not really zero, but let's say two, 3% below. So quite, quite okay. okay. So you've got about 20% churn, 17% expansion for about 97% net revenue retention. How do you get over 100%? Sorry? How do you get it over 100%? Cool. Um, Strategy-wise, you mean? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, I think what we're heading for is we're investing a lot in terms of product-led growth. I think, I think the best is that the customer um, or, or the product is selling itself to the to the customer, and we are really what we are doing now is to really, if you put the product in the middle. And the scalability of the product in terms for us, it's user seats or profiles. And we are really optimizing our pro- pro- product towards this, these two, um, uh, these two levers in order, uh, in order that the client really upsells themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a, but still it's a, it's an interesting way. We're coming from a sales led approach, yeah, which is completely different. And, um, and and there you do the deals on a different way. If you do one on one and you really talk to the client, negotiate a contract, and now if you try to do it more automatically, fully automatically, it's a different game. Yeah. And Taya, what are you paying in terms of fully weighted CAC to get a new customer paying fifteen hundred dollars per month? Yeah. So um, so the, you mean the customer acquisition costs? Yeah? Yes. So. Um, it's it's hard to say if 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 you compare it. I think our CAC to um, uh, CLV CAC ratio is about three, so which is very good. I think in the industry compared to others. Um, so you you can calculate huh, about well, what, what LTV do you t- do you do you put on your customers? Uh, so so it's if it's three, it's four thousand five hundred. Four thousand five hundred is the LTV. Uh, LTV CAC ratio is three, and if the yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah, I'm very confused. Yeah, I'm I'm too. I'm I'm too. What I, lifetime I, I value really, when a customer signs up for you for fifteen hundred dollars a month is what they're paying you? Ah, what? sorry, no, it's much larger. Uh, it, it's it's the uh, customer twelve thirteen. Let me think. I, I wasn't sorry. I was miscalculating it. So it's fifteen times twelve times three. So yeah, I don't know the exact the exact number, but I know the CAC L, L, the CLV CAC ratio CL, uh, CLV CAC ratio is about three. So that can get a lot of founders in trouble, though. You can have super healthy CAC to LTV ratios, but if your payback period is really long, you get stuck in a cash gap and it kills the business. Yeah. So that's why I'm asking about. Yeah, payback, yeah. payback period. What is your payback period? 
Yeah, I, I can't tell you. What do you spend to get a new customer? Uh, you don't to, know. To be honest, I, I can't tell you this, th- these numbers right now. Huh? Interesting. I think that'll surprise people that you don't that, that that you don't know what that is off the top of your head, or at least a range. Yeah, yeah. I'm very sorry. I, yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I, I I don't have the numbers here at hand. Huh? I'm more on the product side. I see. So how who who owns the metrics? Yeah, my my co-founder he he owns the metrics in this term. So I'm more I'm I'm more on the process and and company side. I'm I see, I see, I see. Which customer are you most proud of? And 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 like I guess what's your the customer that pays you the most? Would they what do they pay you per year? Mm, as I already said, the the highest um, the highest AR is about fifty thousand. Yeah, is that used, is that per month though or per year? Uh, sorry, that, that was per month. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. got it. So, so that, that's why I asked. So the, the highest yeah. the highest uh, ACV yeah. is six hundred thousand. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. you're right. Um, uh, yeah, actually. And why do they uh, why do they pay so much? To, I mean, what is the what is the utility? Yeah, it's it's the scope. It's the it's the actual scope of users. That's a client. It's from the insurance business. Yeah, they have a lot of um, agents uh, in the field, and everyone for them is using our product in terms of um, getting the social strategy right on the ground. And they have about thirty thousand users running live on the system. So, all which right. makes it which makes it very large. Yeah. Taya, thanks for sharing all this. It's great. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, my favorite business book, From Good to Great. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, um, mm, good question. Um, I think it's it's uh, it's Tim Cook. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building facelift? Oh, Salesforce. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, Ten, no, nine. That's good. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, four kids married. Wow. How old are you? I'm 45. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Oh, if I were 20. Hmm. <laughs> Very good question. I have no answer on that. Guys, facelift growing from 20 uh, million in AR last year to $25 million in terms of run rate today and uh, up from 10 million back in 2017. Nice growth. They raised 15 million bucks and then started doing a big secondary in 2017. So they're now basically controlled by a larger partner, but they still are running the business, developing product. Their biggest customer pays $600,000 per year, serving over a thousand customers to date. They're profitable, take about 30% of the bottom line as they reinvest in growth, maybe future acquisitions. We'll see 250 people on the team, 60 engineers, 35 sales reps as they keep scaling about 97% net revenue retention. Tayoff, thanks for taking us to the top. Wow. Thank you. All right, guys. Impressive interview. <laughs> thanks, Tay. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, sorry. Sorry. I wasn't very, that was not-